Chapter Eleven of the Culprit Fay and Other Poems by Joseph Rodman Drake. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christine G. Fragment One. Tuscara, thou art lovely now, thy woods that frowned in sullen strength, like plumage on a giant's brow, have bowed their massy pride at length. The rustling mace is green around, the sheep is in the conger's bed, and clear the ploughman's whistling sound, where war-whoops pealed over mangled dead. Fair cots around thy breast are set, like pearls upon a coronet, and in Aluga's vale below, the gilded grain is moving slow, like yellow moonlight on the sea, where waves are swelling peacefully, as beauty's breast when quiet dreams, come tranquilly and gentle by, when all she loves and hopes for seems to float in smiles before her eye. Two, And hast thou lost the grandeur rude that made me breathless when at first upon my infant sight you burst, the monarch of the solitude? No, there is yet thy turret rock, the watch-tower of the sky's delay, of Indian gods who, in the shock, of bursting thunder slumbered there. And trim thy bosom is arrayed, in labour's green and glittering vest, and yet thy forest locks of shade shake stormy in that turret crest. Still hast thou left the rocks, the floods, and nature is the loveliest then, when first amid her caves and woods she feels the busy tread of men, when every tree and bush and flower springs wildly in its native grace, ere art exerts her boasted power that brightened only to deface. Three. Yes, thou art lovelier now than ever. How sweet would be when all the air in moonlight swims along thy river, to couch upon the grass and hear Niagara's everlasting voice far in the deep blue west away. That dreaming and poetic noise we mark not in the glare of day. Oh, how unlike its torrent cry when over the brink the tide is driven, as if the vast and sheeted sky in thunder fell from heaven. Were I but there, the daylight fled, With that smooth air, the stream, the sky, And lying in that minstrel bed, Of nature's own embroidery, With those long tearful willows over me, That weeping fount, that solemn light, With scenes of sighing tales before me, And one green maiden grave in sight, How mournful the strain would rise Of that true maid whose fate can yet Draw rainy tears from stubborn eyes, from lids that never before were wet. She lies not here, but that green grave is sacred from the plough, and flowers, snowdrops and valley lilies wave, amid the grass and other showers, than those of heaven have fallen there. End of chapter 11